Blog Talk Radio. Live show, Ebony and Ivory, Andy Kimball here in our Los Angeles Coast to Coast studios. We have Lloyd Booker on the East Coast in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Lloyd, how are we doing? Yes, sir. What's happening, home slice? Everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah. I mean, it's still hot. We, we're still in a heat wave over here, but uh, hello to everybody out there in Radio Land and the listenership in the, continent, in the continental United States and outside the continental United States, all around the world. So every, I'm, I'm, I'm good at the moment. Everything's cool, cool in the game. Good. What about you? Good. Hopefully we remain cool. There's so much to talk about this show. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to remain cool and not get too mad during it. I'm doing fine, thank you. Beautiful day here in L.A., lots to review. I don't know how many uh, folks had the opportunity to uh, listen or watch uh, our Attorney General uh, William Barr testified before the House Judiciary Committee this morning. It was pretty exciting. There was a lot of uh, confrontation, needless to say. I'm um, looking at some of that now. I might be able to get some of it on this show. Uh, I'll look That's forward to doing that. That's an You're right about that. At, yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, lots to go over today. Lots to talk about. I want to know, uh, we, we touched yesterday, uh, what was yesterday? Monday, right? Yeah, Monday show um, about the Marlins being hunkered down because of coronavirus in Philadelphia. Also in Philadelphia, and I don't want to make this a, a show about Philadelphia news, and everybody knows I am from Philadelphia, and I'm in Los Angeles now, but we're talking about things that affect all of us around the world, and especially here in the United States, of course, because that's where we are. But anyway, uh, we talked about... Um, the Marlins being locked down in uh, uh, in Philadelphia be, uh, as a result of uh, 11 or more people being infected. Are they still there, Lloyd? What's the update there? Are they still, yeah. still in Philly? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, give you some wrap-up on that. Uh, for everybody that might not necessarily be a sports fan, we are talking about the Florida Marlins, which is the major league baseball uh, baseball team. Yeah, they're still ensconced. They're in quarantine here, and it's no longer uh, 11 men, which is what I had mentioned to you yesterday. Um, I think that what happens when we hear numbers, you, me, the listenership, when we hear numbers, always think more on the plus side because uh, it then went from 11 to 16 to 18. Like I told you yesterday. Um, there are it, it, it's it's probably half the team, and and, mm. and if that's the case, the deal is is that it's also affected uh, it's affected administration and management. Mm. Um, and they were testing the Philadelphia they were testing the Philadelphia Phillies as well, and here's the deal with that. As of this moment, and 
and I guess I'll find out a little bit later on. They they haven't gotten back into uh, to the public, uh, to the media yet, and I think what's mm. happening is is that they probably they probably found some found some things out. Um, and and here's the other thing that makes this national. Uh, they're checking the Atlanta Braves Jeez. because Atlanta played Florida before they came up here. Yeah. And uh, they told New York not to come in because the stadium has not been properly uh, sterilized and um, defunct. That's, that's the way that I'm going to put it. Uh, the, the, the stadium in which the Philadelphia Phillies play. Uh, tonight's game is canceled. Yesterday's game was canceled. They don't know about uh, – I shouldn't say it's been – they're using the word postpone, which is Major League Baseball. But as I mentioned to you yesterday, uh, which is printed on the dollar and God we trust, and that's what's running this. But this virus is going to let everybody know who's got – you know, who's working things. Um now, along with that, we yeah. also have, as I mentioned yesterday, the sports complex, because this has also affected the National Football League. And I know people are now biting their, biting their nails about this one because they have no idea as to how this is going to go down. Uh, there is no preseason. There are no preseason games, as we talked about. And that's across the country, I think. There are no preseason games. And they're going to try to open up uh, the uh, the regular season. They're going to try on time. But with that being said, some people have already been affected in the National Football League about this, and some players have opted to uh, to sit out. Uh, not a lot, but I think that's going to grow as it gets closer and closer to the middle of August and the first of September. We're going to see what happens because now to take this from the sports world, and I think a lot of people are sitting back watching how they deal with this, meaning the NBA, the uh, Major League Baseball, football, and hockey, because they're going to take their cues from this as to how to deal with the mass public in regards to this. But one of the things that was said, the teams that came from Florida, that came from Arizona, that came from uh, Texas uh, and also California, they need to have a a stopgap put on them, which lended itself again to uh, what people have been saying about shutting down the country Uh, because a lot of people said that you need to do what Canada has done. And Canada has told the Toronto uh, uh, Blue Jays and also the Maple Leaf to stay in to stay over there across the border. And the deal is, is that if you complete the season, you're to remain quarantined for two weeks, and then you're going to remain quarantined once you come back here. So, um, yeah, this is the way that this stands right now. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's no no question about it as as the football opens up. And you and I talked about this at length. We're we're both avid football fans. I love, I enjoy baseball. Don't get me wrong, I like it. I've been a, well, here I'm in Los Angeles. And of course, the Dodgers have announced, you know, my gosh, what a history. And uh, we got the Angels here, but I'm from Philly, you know. And and it's funny, I've tried to become, you know, a Rams and a Chargers fan and a Dodgers fan. Um, You know, I try, I do try. I I live in, these are my hometown teams. 
But I got to tell you, when the Philadelphia sports team is on radio or on TV, I'm like, yeah. I, I understand that. <laughs> and there, there, there's, there's, a, there's a big gathering of, of, of Eagles fans out there because I know oh, big. a oh, lot of times huge. when I'm in L.A., yeah, some, yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. Yeah. some of the bars and stuff like that, they, yeah. well, you know, it's funny that we're talking about that because that is all going to change now. There, there, there is not any kind of gatherings. And I'm wondering how this is going to affect, like, people being in houses because the deal is that you're supposed to be social distancing. Here, uh, let me just deal with football for a minute because they thought that it was going to be easy with baseball. And the deal is because of being in the field and what have you. First of all, and I'm going to say this, and I know you might get some feedback on this, and probably your listenership is going to shoot out of the roof. The owners have been lying. I don't they, – they had no plan. They had no plan. And I'm just talking about in regards to baseball. When, when this whole thing came up and the possibility of playing the season and they were trying to get this whole thing squandered and squared away, they had no plan. They lied to the players because you can best believe uh, from a donut to a dollar that the owners of those teams were not in the stadiums. They were not anywhere around those players. See, and they haven't said that. They haven't said that these owners are putting them out there. And, and, and believe it or not, here lately, they haven't even talked about the uh, the possibility of there being a uh, uh, you know a, a stoppage of the season. What the owners have been talking about is possibly moving it right to the playoffs. And see, what they're doing is they're doing nothing more but they want that money. They want that money from the networks. So push it mm-hmm. into the playoffs. But I think what's going to end up happening is that they're watching the rest of the other teams, especially out west, and especially those places that I talked about where those teams traveled to uh, that were from California, Texas, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Florida, and, and uh, uh, so some of those other places. They're watching what happens because I, I think what's going to happen is this. If there is another outbreak, and that's what this was. This was an outbreak. If there is another outbreak, they're going to – they should. They should absolutely positively shut the season down or you're going to have players just walking out because, because the Phillies, they knew. When those guys came here from Florida, listen, we already know what the – uh, what the situation is in Florida, it's it's bad. So you you easily had to figure out that the teams, all of the teams, I'm talking about baseball uh-huh. and basketball, have been affected. And you had mm-hmm. to figure that mm-hmm. that that those people were getting on planes, getting on planes, coming into other cities. They knew ahead of time that three of the guys had already tested positive for COVID while they were down there. And if you remember during the spring season, several Phillies in Clearwater had tested for uh, tested positive and that's what made them move up here real quick and separate themselves from what was happening in Florida. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or an Einstein to figure that those guys were mixing themselves in and amongst the people that were doing nothing more but partying and what have you down there anyhow. And they brought it with mm. them. And then mm. that's when mm. they found out 
that because the guys are supposed to be tested before and after. But that, mm-hmm. like I said, they 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 knew. And here's the other thing: I think Major League Baseball knew that as well. But mm-hmm. they made them guys sign. I think what they did was they made them sign a waiver. Mm-hmm. They made them mm-hmm. sign a waiver so they they have no recourse. But the deal is, this is dangerous because you're not only you're not only talking about the team. So everybody understands that's listening. You're talking about the hospitality industry in these cities, meaning the hotels and the restaurants, people that wanted business open back up. You're talking mm. about the cleaning industry, uh, the, the people that go in and handle the stadiums and all of that stuff. So this is about the country in and of itself. It's not just the cities where these players are because they hopped on a plane. They went from one place to the other. Now, where's the plane? Is the plane being uh, uh, sanitized? Are the, hot, are the hotels being sanitized? Um, their clothes, when they took their clothes off, when they took their uniforms off to have a walk, where are they being sent? Where are they being washed? Yeah, there's they have there's to so much. Here. When you think about the big picture, like what you're talking about, the big picture and the potential possibility, I mean, it's just, it goes on and on. Yeah, and, you, and you, they, like you were saying, they travel. They're together. They're 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 meeting. They're meetings with coaches. They're with fans wherever. Um, and the potential for you know to to reengage what's been a, a horrible catastrophe and make it even worse is is so much is so present within the sporting community. Let's go over real quick what the uh, what we're looking at here uh, today, as of this time, on the 28th of July, 2020, we have 4,314,080 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the United States. Of those 4,314,000, yeah, it says right now, uh, so far 145,669 people have died. As of now. 145 today. 880, as of right now, 889 people have died so far today. We'll probably hit 1,000 before the day is over. 145,669 people. That's 145,669 people that were living in January, in February, December. 145,669 people who are now dead. Um, Recovered, let's talk about the people who had this year and got by. Uh, You know, we we don't get all that news. I try to get what I can, but I have here – um, 1,325,804 people were, have been infected and recovered. The big number is the 145,000 dead, the 4,314,080 confirmed cases. Here's where we stand. California, where I am right now, we have 466,550,000 000 confirmed cases. In my home state of California, 8,518 people have died. Florida is number two. Lloyd was just talking about the Florida, the Miami Marlins, sports, traveling, everything going. It's 441,977 cases. 6,117 people are now deceased in the state of Florida because of COVID 19. New York is next with 412,000 confirmed, 32,000 deaths. I want to bring up a number that Texas is up there. Uh, New Jersey's mm-hmm. up there, Georgia. We're in the middle of the road. The middle, yeah. middle, middle comes Massachusetts, North Carolina, Louisiana. They're kind of middle. Pennsylvania's way down there, 109,000 um, cases with 7,146 deaths. Now, when I say way down there, I'm not mm-hmm. uh, belittling the importance and the tragedy 
of no, seven thousand one. You, you, you know, right? Okay, I, I think, but okay. Now here, here's some, one thing I want to bring up real quick. I want you have some callers. No, I want to get some callers. Understand. I want to thank the I want to thank the callers for hanging in there. We'll be right with you. Um, I want to get to this, and here's the reason why. The bottom of the list, uh, or close to the bottom of the list, is um, it's down towards the end of the list anyway. Is uh, is Minnesota, and uh, it's interesting to, because. Uh, um, Trump had a press conference today, and he talked about how much he loves Minnesota and loves uh, you know, Minneapolis, and he the great people, <laughs> great state. And <laughs> he, he, he didn't, of course, course he does. <laughs> I love, because, of course. because they put chokeholds and 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 they beat up on people. Yeah, so of course he does. That's just and the same you know what he said in the same. And again, paraphrasing. I you know how we like people do homework here. We like people to fact check. I don't want to just say something and have you believe it is. You know what I mean? I fact check. Believe me, folks. We spend a lot of time mm-hmm. preparing for the show, and we don't say. I mean, I we, I could be wrong here and there, and I could be mis. You know, I'm I am human after all. Okay, but but we mm-hmm. do fact check on this show, and uh, I I like to encourage our listening audience around the world and uh to to do your own homework like i do go go to uh youtube go to the news go to all, not just one news source look at all of them um and and you and by looking at all of them and look at fact check just fact check websites companies that are by you know nonpartisan affiliation and they just spell out facts and you can get a whole lot of information as to who's bsing who uh, on both sides, yeah. by the way, um, by these fact check sites. But anyway, it's interesting. Like Lloyd, you were just saying that um, that after he said how much he loves uh, Minneapolis, uh, how how mm. great the the National Guard uh, did well in cleaning up that city. He's mm-hmm. in the same breath. Yeah. yeah. See. Yeah. See. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I know that. And he's probably saying, and what you guys did here is great. I'm going to implement that thing in the, in Portland and other areas. Because you obviously have a hold on things, and you you you've um, stamped out the the anarchists and the agitators mm-hmm. and the provocateurs. You beat them down. That's the way to go. Because you're going to make not only Minneapolis great and this great state of Minnesota great, but you're going to you're going to lead this whole uh, country into greatness again by beating down the protesters because they wasn't really protesters. Uh, uh, listen, we all know that. Uh, what happened was is that uh, uh, was all made up by the press and what have you because it wasn't really as bad as it looked, you know, a la Rodney King. You know, so yeah, they yeah. Get, listen. If he had done what he was supposed to do, he wouldn't have been uh, he wouldn't have been killed. And by the way, we 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 need to help those uh, get out of get out the tip jar for those policemen too because I don't need no defunding of the police. Let, yeah. Let's pass the let's pass the pot around and get him some money. We want them definitely yeah. to be out there enforcing the law. So anyhow, yep. That, yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, we're going to we're going to uh, uh, go to the phone lines here. We have a few calls to take, and uh, we're going to pick up. Um, where are we going here? Let's go back to Pennsylvania and let's hear from uh, Tom. Tom, you're on Coast to Coast Live with uh, Andy Kimball and Lloyd Brooker, the Ebony and Ivory Show. How you doing? Good. How you doing? All right. Doing? It's uh, Lloyd, Lloyd's oh. friend Tom. How you guys doing? Hey, We're doing great. Hey, thank man. you. How you feeling? How you good, feeling? man. How yeah, you doing? Just... It's been a while. It's been a while, buddy. So uh, Dex told me to call in. So I'm like, I'm gonna finally call in. I got some free time away from the kids. So I want to speak Uh-oh. to my buddy. That's that's good. Thank you for calling. And, and yeah, it's my first time uh, calling in on the show. So oh, thanks for joining thanks. us. Great. 
great. Where's my bell? Ding, 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 ding. Wait a minute. Wait, your first time calling? Wait a minute. First time calling? Wait a minute. This, this, you're supposed to say this when you get on the line. Hold on a second. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. All right. We'll let you slide this time. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll remember yeah. that for next time, all right? All right. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, we don't want you getting in trouble with the uh, with the police. For, well, they won't know that you've been on here, but uh, this is this is good. Thank you. Um, and for those that don't know, I, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, for those that don't know, uh, Tom, Tom is an actual yeah. uh, police, uh, uh, police officer. He's one of our first line, uh, first line defenders. Mm. And I wow. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the work that, that you Well, do. thanks, guys. Thank you. We we do. Tom, and thank you so much for your service, man. I, I always wondered, Tom, I, I you know, I'm, I'm lucky I've got an amazingly clean record, and I, things I've gotten pulled over for would be like a blinker signal out or Yeah, that small stuff, small stuff. Small stuff. But, but, wait, but here's, here's my, my question to you. Every you riding, you riding a patrol car, I guess? Is that, is that your – in Philadelphia or uh, – The summer of Philadelphia, yes. Yeah. So every time you pull somebody over, you get out of the car. You have no idea who that person is. They, you like, how do you, you know? Eight-hour shifts, I guess. Every time I, I'd be like, whoa, good. You know, we do twelve-hour shifts, actually, Andy. We do twelve hours, and uh, yes, I agree with you. It's tough for that reason too. Um, we don't know who the person is. Who else might be occupying, like, in the car as well? So we have no idea, and that's uh, why you know. Car stops and domestics are really dangerous for us. So, yeah, and I guess and, doubly so now because of uh, because of the pandemic. Yes, another thing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. also a concern too, and because uh, we don't know who we're coming in contact with as well. So, but again, yeah. just you have to do the best you could and use common sense and uh, take precautions. And like everyone else, you know, try to keep distance, wash your hands, and use the face mask and all. You know, I, I wanted to say one other thing, too. Uh, Tom, for those that, that don't know, was also, uh, he played a policeman, and he had scenes with uh, Academy Award-nominated actor Eric Roberts. He was in uh, he was in my film, uh, Hollywood, as a policeman. Gee whiz, what a stretch. Um, yeah, a, a policeman in real life and a policeman on uh, uh, in the movies. But he did a damn good job. Uh, and like I said, Holly. Well, thanks, Lloyd. Wood. Yeah, W O U L D. You people that are listening, make sure you go sure. on. It's on sure. all platforms. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do? Yeah, had a really good time, Andy, with everyone. And uh, Joshua was a you know great to work with, and everyone was just great to work with. It was a really good time, and uh, the end result, the movie was a great movie. Well, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, yes it was. this is cool. Hey, hey now, Lloyd, I, I got to talk. Hey, Tom, uh, if you, yeah. I don't know if you have a pen or pencil handy, um, and I, for everybody else too, our email is Andy and Lloyd Show. I spell everything out: Andy, Andy Y, and Lloyd Show at gmail dot com. If you would uh, text me your your contact info, because uh, Lloyd and I have been involved in this in a show ourselves, producing a show all about okay. the acting acting business, as seen through the eyes of emerging actors, you know, um, 
oh, know, people on the street, they, 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 the, the summary of the show real quick, and I hope not to bore anybody, the summary of the show real quick is a couple of guys, normally, you know, you like you, Tom, me, Andy, whoever, we, are, we do our gigs, and somehow we find out about this big call for a movie they're doing in Philadelphia called The Soft Diamond. This is a soft diamond, too. It's like a James <laughs> Bond kind of movie, right? <laughs> right. And, and so... So they need background people, you know, a big scene, you know, and they put out an ad, hey, we, we need, and it's paid, it's paid, you get money, you get, uh, I don't know, it's background, right, right. whatever it is, I forget what they paid these days, but whatever it is, it's not bad money. So, um, so these folks get, uh, they, they do background, Lloyd plays a director, and he's funny as can be, and he, he's amazing, as you, you've worked with him, you've seen what he does. Oh, yeah, um, he's very funny. He's incredible. He, he gets on camera, and it's like, oh, Lloyd, I'm sorry. I don't mean to give you a big head here. But anyway. No, no. He's, I told him before. He's a great entertainer. He's great. He's great. But so um, so what happens uh, – Lloyd's the director of Soft Diamond, right? So what happens is the, um, the, the folks that, um, um, uh, you know, are, are the actors, you know, love this background gig, and they uh, sign on with an agency, and one of the, one of the shows – and here's where you come in. One of the shows that the uh, that they're casting, that this big agency's casting, is like a French Connection Popeye Doyle kind of scene in a bowling alley. You know, police officers. Okay. I don't know if you do or not. Have, in different, you know, again, I don't know if you do, but they have bowling leagues. You know, after work, a bunch of, you know, doctors or cops or lawyers, whatever, get together. They go bowling, grab a few beers, have some fun, hang out, whatever. Um, right. So, so here's our Popeye Doyle. You know, if you know what I mean, French Connection. You know, cuff guy, put more people in jail than you Gene can count, right? Yeah. Gene Hackman kind of guy, right? Um, he's a, a, a bowling. With, I shouldn't be giving this whole scene away because I need people to watch it. But anyway, Popeye Popeye Doyle is there with his with 18 of his crony police officer friends and detective friends, and somebody tries to hold up. <laughs> The bowling alley. Oh wow! Okay, right. And our Popeye Doyle sees it, sees this happening, out of the corner of his eye, peripheral vision, and he grabs the guy he's talking to, his partner, and you know he goes over, and and you think that he's gonna really rough this guy up and make a big stink, and he the, he, the kid's so frightened because Popeye Doyle lays into him. What the hell you think? Right, right. And this kid, because this kid, before he holds the place up, he's sitting on a bench. He's got a hoodie on, kind of looking lonely. He's watching the money change hands. He doesn't have any weapons on him, but he figures, wow, there's nobody around here. That money, that's like a free throw, man. I'll just stick my hand in my pocket, pretend like I got a gun, go up to the counter, and, you know, you never know. Maybe they'll give it to me. Maybe right, they will. Right. Well, Papa Doyle sees it's going down. So, so, um, so, but here's what happens. Instead, this this Papa Doyle has like a he was somehow given a second chance. He either recovered from a fatal disease or he had a car accident and recovered. And he looked at this poor kid, frightened out of his mind, just totally made the wrong decision. If you could wind the clock back, kid, right. don't make that decision. Do something else with your life, and the and the, and the Papa Doyle cop ends up getting the, the kid a gig at the bowling alley, and this kid brings this cop into his neighborhood, and he meets all these all his friends and and that element of society that was around, you know, stealing from pocketbooks, shoplifting, and stealing bikes, some little crime, little stuff, and 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 our Papa Doyle cop goes into that yeah, neighborhood and, and, and talks about. But I just think it's such a great show because what we want right, to do is right. actually make that up a whole show onto its own. And I think you, you being a police officer could be a great Papa Doyle. <laughs> well, I'll email you my information. And again, it's Andy Lloyd at gmail.com, right? Yes, you got it. Andy and Lloyd show. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Is that the Andy and Lloyd show or Andy and Lloyd show at gmail? It's Andy and Lloyd show at gmail.com. 
Okay, there you go. All right, Andy and Lloyd. Okay. Yeah, this is the Coast to Coast live show, folks. Ebony and Ivory, Andy Kimball, Lloyd Booker. Our number to call in, get be part of the show, is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. And so, Tom, let me ask you a question. One quick thing, and we have from Philadelphia on the line at the moment, Mr. Tom Rawa. So, and he is. A man in blue, a friend of mine, real cool, and now he's talking about some of his uh, some of his experiences. Uh, policeman and actor and artist and all around nice guy. So there you go. Thanks, and Mike. That, Tom, what has your experience been regarding? Uh, uh, I don't know if you if it's been an issue or if you even encounter any, but demonstrators, protesters, folks congregating on street corners, blah blah blah. Any Uh-oh. anything where you? If, if 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 I want to say if you understand if you can impart some of that to us, and and if not, we'll understand. But if but if you can, we'd love to uh, get a little uh, point of view into that uh, into that whole thing that you had to deal with. So I wanted to well. Personally, we had uh, we had a small protest uh, peacefully at least, which was very good, and. Um, Went off without a hitch, which was nice for everyone, you know? Great. Good, good. Great. Um, I, I want to go back into that in, in a minute. Let me digress just for a second. <clears throat> for the, and if you if you got a problem with this, you can, you can cut me off. But do you mind if I share? No, let me do it this way. Do you want to share any information in regards to the pandemic with yourself personally? Uh, not, not personally, but, uh, I agree with what, uh, you know, I don't know how much I really should say or want to say, but, um, if you don't mind. No, 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 no. That, that's why I said what I said in the beginning. Now, uh, the, the thing is, is that you, you just came from Florida. Correct. How is it down? Okay, good. Okay, so I didn't want to overstep my bounds. Oh uh, yeah, How no, it, it was. Uh, yeah, we came home early. We were supposed to be down there for a couple of weeks. We uh, obviously was getting home? bad down there. Ah, uh, is that? Is, yeah, I was going to get into that. Is that why you came home early? Yeah, um, it was really bad okay. south of us, but it was we were like in the uh, down the by like Orlando and all. So, but it started to get bad, and, you know, I got kids, too, and I just thought to myself with the wife, like, well, maybe if something were to happen, yeah, let's just get home. At least we're at home, and um, the numbers were actually less up here than it was down in Florida, so we thought, well, let's just pack up and go home early. So, cut cut to it. Now, when you got got back, did you – did you self self quarantine here? Oh yeah, we're yeah we have to. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna let you, uh, you go. Uh, oh wait a minute, one other quick thing. Um, you're so we don't go into too much, but you're in the Philadelphia area. How long have you been a uh, a man in blue to protect and serve the public? Wow, I'm gonna show my age now, Lloyd. Um, <laughs> about, I want to say about 22 years. Wow. Okay. 
and, Good for and, you, and, and thank you for all that. Look, wow. Yeah, and don't and don't and doesn't look none the worse for wear. Uh, I will say that. So, um, so I wanted to just mention that. Uh, you got anything more for him, Mandy? No, that's about it, uh, Tom. Uh, we have listeners all over the country, actually all over the world. But as a patrolling police officer, somebody gets pulled over. What's what's what do you recommend? The best thing to do is to to not get a ticket or to get a warning instead of a ticket. Is there is there is there a psychology behind that, or you just kind of play that by ear? Do you see what the off? What, how do you how do you look at that? How do you know whether somebody gets a ticket or somebody gets a warning? Or you know, what advice well, do you give I think, I think uh, yeah, it's a good question. I think sometimes it depends upon the severity of the uh, circumstance or the crime mm-hmm. or the uh, violation. Um, you know, if someone's I don't know running through a red light and they almost cause an accident, then, well, you know, it could have been deadly. Um, Or if they're pulling over and they're dropping the F-bomb and calling you this name and that Mm. name, and it's Mm. just not starting off good, then, you know, Mm. you're like, okay, this uh, isn't happening here. Yeah. When when, when that happens, are you usually usually coupled up with somebody, or are you on single patrol? Nah, we're on single patrol, but we have uh, many other officers that work with us as well. So if we need backup, we always call for backup. But to answer, I guess, Andy's question is just, I guess, respect. And everyone, look, we understand everyone's human. We all have bad days. But you're not. it's not going to get any better if you just start off the encounter in a bad, bad way. So, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Un- understood. Understood. Well, listen. Man, I really appreciate you taking the time out to call. Tell the family. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on the air. I appreciate it. It's nice talking to you guys. And if you want to stay in, you can can stay chimed in up to you, or you can hang up. It's up to you if you want to listen. We have more news items to cover here on Coast to Coast. Tom, thank you so much for your call, and don't be a stranger. Call us back anytime. Look forward to Will do. Thanks again, guys. Have a great night. Take care now. Thank you. All right, thanks. Anyway, so, uh, yes, that was great. That was Tom from Pennsylvania. Police officer giving his uh, some tips and uh, and going over. He was, uh, uh, did some acting gigs on the movie Hollywood with Lloyd, which is kind of cool, Lloyd. That's that's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, I mean, yeah. he had his uh, – uh, and it doesn't happen to people – uh, to people overnight or anything like that, and he actually got to work directly with uh, with Eric Roberts in the film, and he did a he did a darn good job. He did a darn good job. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I hope to I hope to check that out. Maybe uh, you never know. You know how these things are, uh, Lloyd. If you you know, I used to be an airline pilot. You knew that. And then if you'd asked me during my you know flight, yeah. career flying jets, if you would ask me one day when I was level at uh, at forty thousand feet with a cup of coffee in my hand, looking down the world with autopilot, and said you're going to be a guitar player and a, and a radio host someday, I would have said, yeah, what? No, smoking. <laughs> yeah, but you know, here I am. So and, you never know how life's gonna work out. You never know. Yeah. And 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 this is funny. Speaking speaking time, there are a lot of people who are actually in the law enforcement field who went into uh, into the arts. I'll give you a prime mm-hmm. example. Dennis Farina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Farina was uh, was was one of the uh, cast members of Law and Order, but he I did work a with whole Dennis. lot of. I worked with Dennis in an episode of the show called The New Girl, where he played uh, Jess's father. 
I was in that yeah, episode. Fox. Actually, worked a week. Yeah, we were here. I worked with him for about four days. Uh, folks, I do acting work too here in LA, and yeah, and and then learned that he had a a, a embolism. I guess it was a brain, uh, and passed yeah, away not yeah, long after that show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a uh, police yeah. officer in Chicago, right? He was a yeah. detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, uh, um, from the rock and roll, the rock and roll world, uh, he passed mm-hmm. away. Eddie Money. Eddie, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, 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 if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, some people have to check it out. But I think yeah, I think he was a, he was a law enforcement person as well. Mm. And mm. Uh, may God rest and bless us, or may he rest in peace. But uh, yeah, there've there been there've been a lot of people. I mean, actually, even to some extent, uh, myself, I have uh, uh, some experience with that. I mean, I wasn't a cop or anything, but I, I worked with. Uh, Law enforcement mm-hmm. uh, people and what have you. So uh, there, there we go. And Tom from Pennsylvania. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you got on the on the? Uh, yeah, we have a bunch of things docket. to talk. We're, we're gonna we're gonna jump right along here. Um, uh, we talked about. Uh, well, let's do this. We we talked about the coronavirus update. We know where we stand with that. And again, if anybody, you know, we we, we threw out these these little uh, items of of concern to all of us, uh, no matter where we live. Um, you're free to t- chime into the show anytime and be part of it at uh, 515-605-9888, international, just dial one first. And uh, if you have questions, comments, drop us an email at andyandlloydshow at gmail.com. But right now, let's, um, um, you know, we were talking about um, the, uh, you know, we have an election me... in 98 days. We have an election coming up in in 98 That's days. Right, uh, it's an, it's an, to... It came down under 100. Yeah, real soon. Well, yeah. with everything else going on, I, I think people are so desensitized and bludgeoned to this whole thing. One thing, regardless of who you may vote for, I'm just wondering how the turnout is going to be. Because uh, we got mail-in ballots. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have polling places open. This is going to be uh, this is going to be really, really bizarre, really weird. This is like living in the twilight zone. So we're going to have to see how this whole thing pans out. Yeah, ninety, mm. ninety-eight, ninety-seven in county. Yeah, if the election yeah. I mean, were today. I'm going to try because we're under 100 days. I'm going to try to do a daily count, uh, the changes here and there. And this could be off by a little bit. This is just, you know, I kind of put this together from looking at the various sources. But if the, if the if the election were today, the Electoral College map breakdown, you know, the map breakdown, we would have uh, 222 electoral votes for Biden. We would have 115 for Donald Trump. And we'd have 201 in the toss-up column. Like it could go either way. So, so even though all of the national polls are clearly show, in most cases, double-digit favors for Biden in terms of popularity, but remember, in 2016, Hillary Clinton beat Donald Trump by over 2.75 million voices, and yeah, 73,000 yeah. people across three states, 44,000 of them were in Pennsylvania, but 73,000 people in three states – put Donald Trump in office when 2.75 million more votes went for the opponent. Now, we can have this whole discussion no. about, wow, you know, the, 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 what's the future of the Electoral College? Are the Democrats getting in? Are they going to take tear that down? Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that is our system. That's what, it, you know, there's reason for it. We can go into that. Yeah, listen, and I'm not, I'm not going to fake the mm-hmm. funk on that. We, right. we have to uh, 
we have to kind of go into that so I can better understand that whole that whole thing we that you had just mentioned because it mm-hmm. it was the, it was uh it was an actual mess. But here's the funny thing about this. And and I do mean funny, but funny, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool, I mean, since now that you have uh, Kanye and through his hat, Kanye West, rapper Kanye mm-hmm. West, entertainer, artist mm-hmm. Kanye West has through his hat mm-hmm. into the ring. And mm-hmm. he supposedly is going to get the backup some help from uh, from Jay-Z. Wouldn't it be mm-hmm. cool if, uh, if, if you and Ike, because I think uh, <laughs> I did talk to him. Oh, see, see, you laughing. I'm being serious, but I did talk. I, I did talk to Ike, and and he got an idea. He, he's going to come on on Fridays. And by the way, since we're talking about Fridays, I'm, I want to get into this, uh, the other thing about uh, Romani Malco. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Ike is Ike is talking about coming up with this uh, this new uh, this this new. Uh, not the Republican Party, not the Independent Party, uh, not the Democratic Party, Socialist Party, Communist Party. I, 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 I'm going to let him explain that when he comes on here, whatever kind of party he got going mm-hmm. on. And uh, he wants, he was talking about having you come on here, running mate or something like that, and, and then <laughs> having uh, – Having Dex Cornwell be the Secretary of Defense, or I don't. Listen, Secretary of State. I'm gonna have him. Yeah, I'm gonna um, have him explain I, that. But he if, wants if to I, I would be glad. Life. It would be an honor and a pleasure to serve as the Vice President of the United States under Big Ike. Yes, it, it, yes. I'm. I. I. I I'm, we're we're going to see. Make sure you bring that up if he comes on on uh, on Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm making way, note of it as we speak. Make make yeah make a note of that. Yeah, because he, he talked about talked about talking to some people from the pulpit and having them having them come out. I listen. I the yeah, only those three members of his church. Yeah, yeah. Well, I he, the only thing I just sat there, I sat there and just listened to him. And I said, okay, I will talk to you guys. And, and <laughs> that's what we try to do on Friday. We try to just say okay, but it, it ends up and, and, and see and see yes. what they say. But he said he's coming on there regardless of whether I'm on there or not. So I said, okay, whatever you say. I said, whatever you say. Oh, and so I, is, he, I you talk to him, that. is he coming back? Cause let's tell our audience because they got to check in Friday's show. Is he coming back on Friday? Is he joining us on Friday? Uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to come back Coolness. on Friday. For those that, oh. uh, for those that don't know, uh, Uncle Big Ike, as a matter of fact, Amanda uh, from from London fell in love with him, and, and I understand that he has a little bit of a following at the moment. So. Yeah, we'll he has a huge worldwide we'll following. This dude, he's funny as can be. He doesn't. He's just himself, you know. But you can't just help. But I mean, you don't. You don't. You don't laugh at him. We're not rude, but you kind of laugh. You laugh with him. I mean, he's. Just, I don't he's think. Really I don't think. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't think it yeah. would even bother him one bit, even if you laughed at him, because he would probably just run right rough shot over that and get into something else. <laughs> he probably would. Well, let's move on here. We're, we're talking. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but the 31st Friday, this Friday, you got to tune because because we're talking about this guy, and a lot of people listening to the show for the first time have no idea what we're talking about. But all I'm going to tell you is this: tune in Friday's show. We love to have you every day, and we want you to call in. But uh, tune in Friday's show, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, Ike will be uh, back on. And you believe me, I will not steer you wrong. 
I will not steer you wrong. Yeah, you gotta check what is, in. Yeah, the, 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 what is it? It's free form flowing. Free, funky, free flowing Friday or something like that. We call right. ourselves free flowing yeah. Friday. Let's talk about this. We had the we just gave the rundown for the electoral map uh, regarding the presidential election. Just as important, in a way, almost more important because remember, presidents do not legislate. The House legislates. The president signs, gives it a hey or nay, right? The president doesn't write bills. The House writes the bills, right? We all know that. Remember that from school. So um, here's what happens. Um, we have a Senate, a big time Senate race coming up. Uh, and here's right now we know Mitch McConnell is running the, uh, the the majority in the in the Senate right now, and we all witnessed what happened during the impeachment. Well, he was impeached. A lot of let me step back just for a second. Donald Trump was impeached. That'll be forever. Congress impeached the president of the United States. Bam. You cannot reverse that. You cannot change that. You can't come back and say, oh, he wasn't impeached. Yes, he was. Now, what happens after Congress impeaches the president, the, pre- the Congress then takes their findings after the impeachment. He's already impeached. Okay. They take that, the, you know, the findings during those impeachment hearings, and they take it to the Senate floor, and the Senate then decides whether to remove the president of the United States from office based on those findings. It, and if they find it that, no, don't remove him, it doesn't take away the impeachment. The impeachment stays on his record. Yeah, for okay. Right. So, so I want to make that clear because a lot of people say, oh, you Dems and you Dems and name calling. We don't name call on this show, by the way. But, well, maybe we do. I don't know. But anyway, we, don't, we don't name call. We don't name call. We don't name call purposely on this show. Uh, and, um, no, and not I purposely, just wanted... but if somebody acts a fool, if it, if it walks and talks like a duck, then it's a duck. If you act a fool yeah. and you are a fool, we're going to say you're a fool. And, and we've seen – exactly, and we we've seen that from time to time on the show. Exactly. Yeah. So um, anyway, so getting back to what brought this up, the as important as a presidential election, in my opinion, uh, although I don't – you know, I, I just don't know how we're going to survive another four years, but that's another conversation we've had. It. But let's talk about this. The Senate race is as or more important. And right now, if I were to d- – dissect the map of where we're looking at in terms of is the GOP going to continue to dominate the majority rule in the Senate right now. So today we would have there's some toss ups, so it's kind of hard to say, but regardless of the toss ups, we have 46 states that would for Democrats. We have seven toss ups that go either way and 47 Republicans. So as of today, we have the House the Senate, and the Oval Office. And, and what's interesting, and what I want everybody to start taking note, and this, just, just kind of sit back and remember where you heard this. Sit back, and as the election comes closer, watch how many Republican senators start to distance themselves from Donald mm. Trump. The Republican senators who said nothing during the impeachment hearings, nothing when, when he tweets something ridiculous and when he lies or when he does something that's obviously racist and so forth, and the Republicans sit there, they don't say anything. They don't say that's They've sh- already started. Yeah, well, they've, they have – and, and also, uh, how about the Lincoln Project? I want people to go to Lincoln Project, I think it's .com, where you have some very, very fine Republicans, conservatives, very fine, distinguished, respected Republicans who are, who are now running national ads um, on television, um, you know, really, really slamming Donald Trump with these ads. And I'm sure some of you have seen them. If not, what we'll do is we'll play some audio clips down the road. Uh, and again, what we just said, way, these are very fond Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But by the way, have you? And this is not a joke. I'm sorry. Have you? Uh, have you heard any? Need to play this because he 
uh, references. So if you compare yourself to George Washington and Abe Lincoln. Yes, I don't have. I, I have. I don't have. The, I have that clip. I don't have it queued up, but I. Um, um, I do. I yeah, do. Here's it. Yeah, you no, know, here's this is interesting. What we should hear is now the uh, Congresswoman Debbie Marscal Powell from Miami uh, this morning as she has an interesting conversation, which we're going to hear a little tidbit of now, uh, talking to uh, again, staying along with the subject, talking to uh, to oh, William Barr. Let's 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 hear a little bit of that. Is not doing is an incredible job. You push states to open too soon. You threaten states with lawsuits. I didn't if ask they, states if to they open. Said, I didn't ask states to open. You threaten with lawsuits for those states for that church. wanted to have stay-at-home orders. Mr. For things Barr, like church. We have the facts. I'm going by the facts. Yeah, I'm just saying. And now the country, the United States of America, has more than 4.3 million COVID cases alone. You, you, Mr. Barr, and President Trump, working together are letting my constituents down. And it's something that you are going to have to live with. What am I supposed to say to my constituents when they ask me if the government has done everything in its power to protect their loved ones from dying? You tell me, Mr. Barr, what am I supposed to tell them? I would tell them that managing this kind of thing requires a lot of... Uh, Difficult choices and weighing different oh, uh, good consequences. I'm not going to lie. And is, and I am left, not going to lie to my constituents. I am to, going to tell them that government President government Donald Trump governor. and the Attorney General working together are not following the, health the, guidelines. They are letting Americans die needlessly no, because not. of political reasons. In, in that is chairman, what in, I will in, tell them, in, Mr. In our system, Thank you. And one last question, if I can. In our system. Under the, oath. Under oath, do you commit to not releasing any report by Mr. Durham before the November election? No. You don't commit to that? No. So you I won't go by careful. Department of Justice policy I that, Justice that you won't policy. interfere in any political investigations before the November election? We're, we're not going to interfere. In fact, I've made it clear I'm not going to tolerate it. But under oath, you're saying that you do not commit to not releasing a report by Durham? I, I, I'm not going to... Uh, any report will, will be, in my judgment, not one that is covered by the, the policy and it would disrupt the election. The time of the I've already made it clear that neither you, you candidate would go against is your own Department of Justice policy, Mr. Barton. Why don't you tell what? me that policy? Oh, I have it right here. Well, actually, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that is the, the senior, the most, that is the, the highest office of the land, uh, highest law enforcement officer in the country, uh, nominated by the president, confirmed by the House. Um, that was Barr, um, William Barr, the, the Attorney General of the United States of America. Um, and, you know, the question we, we can talk about is he is he truly the chief justice officer for the people, the citizens of the United States, or is he, do we think that he is acting on behalf of the president. And chime in at 515-605-988. Let us know your thoughts. Um, and it does, you know, you could well, we complete, are, you could completely disagree with this, folks, and that's all right. We'd love to have the conversation with you. Uh, but I, really I, I just, yeah, we know the answer. Brave is butted on because the deal yeah. is yeah. that he echoed, he echoed what the president said about having uh, federal troops in Seattle. Portland, Chicago, uh, Washington, 
several other uh, several other cities, and and the uh, the, the people there, the mayors, the mayors had mm-hmm. said that they did not want that that they did not want that happening, that they did not mm-hmm. request, they did not want. As far as he's concerned, he doesn't care. What you said, this is what I'm going to do in order to tamper any type of protest that he deems, you know, that he deems unfit, that he deems necessary to deal with. Yep. And yep. I think I was talking to somebody earlier today that we that we were had a revisiting of what happened in Chicago in, uh, in 69. And if people don't know, then they need to go to YouTube or to the history books and, and look up exactly what happened during the, uh, uh, during the, ele- uh, the election process, especially uh, with the Republican and Democratic Party during that time. It was, it, it was almost like just open, open warfare. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, seeing it now and with everything else, I, listen, first of all, I don't want to be a doomsayer. I hope a lot of this stuff doesn't happen, but I don't have my head in the sand. I mean, I know exactly what this is leading up to. So, and and he's already said that he's going to come down with the hammer. You know, he's going to let's, come down with the hammer. He is. He is. Let's check out. Let's check out another uh, clip number two. Let's uh, ride on this one for a minute and take another listen. This is also uh, a conversation between. Um, Debbie uh, Marcastle Powell, who is a congresswoman from uh, Miami. She immigrated, by the way, to the United States from Ecuador as a young girl with her mom and sisters in search of opportunity. She's an immigrant from America. And uh, she she became. She had a lot of restraint talking to him, too. uh, She had a lot of restraint, self restraint. Uh, Yeah, and here's a a gal who who learned the struggles of coming to America as an immigrant, faced at a very early age when her mother worked double shifts while attending night school to learn the English language. I mean, you know, and she's a congresswoman. um, And I have the utmost respect for her. Let's take a listen. No, I know what the policy is. Time of the gentlelady. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, point of order. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. What purpose does the gentleman see? Is it permissible for a member of this committee to accuse the sitting Attorney General of the United States of murder? Because that's what we just heard. Those words need to be struck from this record. This is outrageous. The members control the time, Mr. Chairman. To say whatever they want. What about rules of decorum, Mr. Chairman? Mr. Chairman, I I actually have a clarification. Mr. Chairman. Escobar is recognized. Mr. Chairman, was the video played by the previous member, was that a video of things that happened in the United States or in Venezuela? I just want a clarification. What was the video? Gentleman is not stating a cognizable point of order. This is one of the rioting videos. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And Barr is making it look like, uh, you know, against this the was... constitutional text, historical precedent, and DOJ's own memo is trying to exclude undocumented persons from the census, an action that harms American lives and immigrant communities, and American communities. Here's an example. Many American children are living with an undocumented parent or relative. This, this change important. in the census means that those children, American children, would receive less money for programs like the National School Lunch Program, Head Start, and or the State Children's Health Insurance Program. A simple yes or no, please, Mr. Barr. Are you comfortable with a decision that would punish American children and immigrant communities in this way? 
I don't make the policy. I provide legal advice on legal issues. So okay. as both to this issue and the issue of the Thank ACA, you, the question presented to the, the department is the law. I'm claiming my time, sir. Mr. Barr, a simple yes or no. Does the Constitution say that only citizens should be counted in the census? No. Correct. It does not. In fact, the framers of the 14th Amendment explicitly confronted this question, and it provides that persons in each state be counted. I'll move on. Well, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have other, confronted it no because there were no illegal yet, aliens. Among at the many time. other things, I'm alarmed by your department's refusal to comply with yeah. and implement key Supreme Court rules. Attorney General of the United States. On June 18th Wayne of this year, the Supreme Court, in an opinion authored by Chief Justice Roberts, ruled that the Trump administration's attempt to rescind DACA was arbitrary and capricious and required the administration to process new DACA applications. Despite the Supreme Court's ruling, zero DACA applications have been processed. That's not the only Supreme Court decision your administration has ignored. In 2017, your department issued a memo stating that transgender workers were not protected by civil rights laws. The Supreme Court struck that down too. No, I'm in sorry. Both, what we had said was the no 64 Act did not extend to... Reclaiming my time, sir. In both DACA, the DACA and transgender decisions, your department has yet to comply. Yes or no? Will the department implement the Supreme Court's DACA and transgender rulings? I, yes, I think we are. The DACA ruling? Yes. You are, you, you are now processing DACA applications? I think what we're trying to do now is, is restore the administrative process. And sir, I think okay, DHS I has put out a rule. I think DHS time. put out a rule Thank today. Thank you, sir. Sir, earlier you testified. At least that's what I was told. You testified that you discussed the president's reelection campaign with him. Does the president tell you what he thinks the winning issues for him would be in his reelection? I can discuss my, my discussions with the president. That it's a, it's a very, it's, I'm not asking you to divulge anything private or classified. Well, I, I think my Does discussions the with the president are, are confidential. Okay. Have you... But it shouldn't surprise you in an election year, the topic of the election comes up. Well, it surprises me that the DOJ has become so politicized. That's what surprises me. Sir, have you and the president ever discussed the fact that anti-immigrant and anti-LGBTQ policies excite his base? No. You've never had that conversation. No. He's never told you yeah, that right. his anti-immigrant policies, his anti-LGBTQ policies gin up his base. I haven't discussed that with him, but I assume the immigration, uh, you know, I think a lot of his base does, does care about immigration policy. Does that motivate some of the work that... I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! You do? What, like what work? Well, for example, the, your enthusiasm for... That position was taken on, on the transgender that you're talking about was taken before I arrived in that litigation, I believe. And you can reverse it any day. And my question was whether you... No, it was a legal question it. as to whether the 64 Act extended to transgender. I think it was... I'm running out of time, sir. One more question. You keep telling us that you're not aware of the president's tweets. Are you aware that your department has stated that the president's tweets are official White House statements? No, I wasn't. Okay. I don't pay attention so to the tweets unless they're brought to my attention. 
Okay, Mr. Barr, thank you so much for being here today. I, I want to remind you of something uh, you probably don't remember. But some months ago, you actually were outside my office. You were coming out of my neighbor, Doug Collins' office. This I is important, you folks. on the shoulder, and in a friendly reminder, I handed you a copy of the Constitution, and I asked you to please help us defend the Constitution. There's nothing more dangerous to our republic than an attorney general who refuses to uphold his oath, refuses to uphold and defend the Constitution, and swears allegiance to just one person, Donald Trump. No, I, Sadly, that's where we are today. My loyalty is uh, the Mr. Constitution. Chairman, that's why General, I came into government. The lady yields The lady back. just accused him of General, not adhering to his General oath lady, of office. General Let lady, him talk. Holy... You, did, she lady, just accused the Attorney General of the United States was, not adhering to his oath. The Let the gentleman speak. Was, Even worse. The gentleman will suspend. The gentlelady <laughs> yields back. The ranking member asks whether the video shown by the gentlelady from Florida took place in the U.S. or in Ecuador. What? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I might want to add... And I might want to add, in his opening statement released before the House Judiciary Committee hearing this morning, Barr says, listen to this, listen to this. Barr says that Floyd's death at the hands of the police in May understandably jarred the whole country and forced us to reflect on longstanding issues in our nation. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> Yes, well, there sometimes there are no words. Some sometimes there there are no words. Yeah, like you like you said, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And that's what some yeah. of the people, uh, uh, not some, a lot of the people in this country now, and and also in other places around the world, they don't have any other way to express their discontent, their discontent their dismay their disgust uh, other than uh, other than doing what they're doing in regards to protesting and I'm, and again I'm I'm not just talking about here I'm talking about mm-hmm. in other places as well so when when they do uh, when they do a protest, those are the voices of the unheard masses, and and in this particular case, it is the majority, the majority of people. It is the unheard masses: black, white, uh, old, young, uh, the, the Latino, the LGBTQ community. Uh, everybody other than non-white male, you know, white Anglo-Saxon yeah. Protestant, or however you want to put it, yeah, they're 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 making their voice heard. The only way that they know how, because just like you heard, uh, just like we all heard a couple minutes ago, uh, and it's supposed to be a political process that is supposed to benefit uh, the people, for the people, by the people, and of the people, and that's not. That's not the case. That it it it, it has been hijacked. It has been hijacked, yes. and it's doing nothing but dealing with patronage, patronage, nepotism, mm-hmm. cronyism, and uh, and all of the other isms that you can think of: sexism, misogynism, misogynisticism, and racism, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, there, uh, there you go. I just wanted to mention that since you were talking about uh, the, the the topic right at hand. 
Yeah, so so true, and I think you you nailed it. You're right on. And also, I want to add that, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I mean the um, the tweets. You know, William Barr said, uh, "No, I don't. I don't look at any of his tweets." The whole country sees his tweets. So wait, you don't read the paper? You don't put on Fox News or, or whatever you watch because they show the tweets yeah. right on the screen. You, you, what do you mean you don't yeah, see yeah, any yeah, of his yeah, tweets? What a line of BS! What a line of where does it stop with this administration? Where does it stop? Oh, I might want to add this too. We were talking about coronavirus, and I'm, I don't want to go back to that right now. But let me just add this: that Twitter, Twitter, removed a tweet highlighted by Trump. Um, falsely claiming a COVID cure. Donald Trump said that we have a cure for, for yeah yeah. Trump tweeted and and Twitter removed it. And I, I maybe somebody has a copy. If any of our listeners got this somewhere, uh, take a screenshot and send it to us at uh, in the at Andy and Lloyd Show at Gmail dot com. Um, yeah, Twitter removed a tweet highlighted by Donald Trump that claimed there was a COVID nineteen cure. Also, let's talk about tw- Twitter too. Twitter's starting to get in the ball, guys, girls. Men, women. Twitter reportedly, this is what Twitter did. They temporarily restricted a Donald Trump Jr. account, his Donald Trump, you know, President Trump's sons, after he posted a video claiming masks are unnecessary. Now, <laughs> I, I give up. I give up. I give up. I give up. I'm going to retire. I'm going to quit. I'm done. I'm going well, to quit this job. Wait, I'm quitting. I guess wherever he goes and wherever he goes. Yeah, and like I said, wherever he is, wherever he goes, maybe maybe they are. You know, uh, but for ninety nine and three quarters percent of the people that live there in this popu- uh, in this country, for the population, um, we need to. So I guess he can go somewhere and spread his his communicable terms around everybody else and, and be cool with it. Let I got some places that I want him to come to. If he thinks that, and uh, I want him to announce uh, uh, right out there in the street and, and see how long it'll be before somebody tries to go up, you know, go up against his dome with a board or two by four or something like that. But you know what? We uh, we allow it. We allow it. Yeah. We get exactly yeah. what, and I'm I'm not talking about necessarily you and I. But I'm talking about the, the populace at hand. We get exactly what we ask for, and this is what we ask for. And and now it's coming to fruition. So there you go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're going to go move on. We have a lot more to talk about, folks. I guess uh, in, in shows to come, our call-in number, again, is 515-605-9888. International callers dial one first. Um, a lot to talk about this week. Uh, today is only Tuesday. I can't believe it's only Tuesday. All this is happening. It's only yeah, Tuesday. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be midweek tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, time it'll be midweek tomorrow, tomorrow and for no one. We had two days off over the weekend. Yesterday we had a, a fun show with uh, Marcel Bellinger, too. And folks, if you uh, have the ability for listening to us, and I, you got onto our show through uh, Block Talk Radio, um, check out yesterday's show, which will be the 27th of July on the calendar there of our shows. And you got to hear this incredibly accomplished jazz uh, musician, professor from Temple University, uh, composer, guy who's played with Aretha Franklin and The Roots. And we played some of his music on the show yesterday, which will be part of our stream. So you got to check him out. But anyway, yeah, we had, my, my, yeah he, he's great. But my, my point here is that uh, is that today's only Tuesday. We had an interesting show yesterday, and Marcel kind of gave us a breath of fresh air. Um, and there's so much more to talk about uh, regarding what's going on. Yes. We're going to hear more of the William Barr 
uh, testimony. Uh, he spent a good part of the day today. Of course, we're not going to play the whole thing, but we're going to we're going to dive in deep to what he had to say today and how does that affect all of us as citizens of the United States having him as an attorney general? What are, what what does that mean? One other and what's the right, what is, one other quick what is it? My, my question my question is. My question is, he testified before the Judiciary Committee, so he gave this whole mm-hmm. big thing, and you can, you can interpret it how you want to. But at the end of it, so what? <laughs> what so now what? Now, so what? Now what? And that's a, that's a good that's a good uh, that's a good thing. So what? Now what? <laughs> Been there, done that. What's next? Yeah, what yeah, I'm exactly? Gonna, I'm gonna do a song about that. You know, and, and let me say one. Let me digress for uh, for a second. Uh, this week, quite possibly, uh, we will have from Think Like a Man uh, and Think Like a Man Two, forty uh, year old version. I think he's going to come on. I think he might be on uh, Friday and maybe Thursday. Monday. Friday. Where okay. where uh, Romani, Romani, mm-hmm. Malco. Uh, you guys Wonderful. can check uh, check everything out, but uh, we're going to lock that down. Uh, you and I, and uh, probably have him come on on Friday, just mm-hmm. as or maybe. Hi, hi, you're on the Coast to Coast show. Who's calling? Hello, hello, hello. We'll see what happens if, if we can't do it yeah. Thursday to Friday have a have a two parter, but uh, mm-hmm. no, the, the, this this was good and we're we've been having some really really influential. You're on the Coast to Coast show. Can I help you? Ballenberg from the Minnesota mm-hmm. Twins. We've had uh, Amanda from London and uh, our uh, sidekick uh, Cornell Dex Butler. Has been on here with us. Uh, we had thanks for Tom uh, from Pennsylvania, the professional law enforcement. Um, and uh, go ahead, you you can take it away. Uh, we, have, I'm not sure yeah, if we have a call or not. I think we may have a call. Let me see if this works or not. It uh, looks like a – hold okay. on one second here because I'm not uh, getting a screen. But let's see if uh, if this is a call or not. It might be. We'll check it out. Hello, you're on the Coast to Coast show. Are you your caller? No, yeah, it was a blank. It was blank when I screened it too, so I'm not sure what that was. But anyway, um, yeah, we okay. had – and also I want to talk about a couple other guests, guests that we've had um, or going to have. Excuse me. Um, one is, and I won't uh, give her name out on the air right now. I don't actually. We might even use an anonymous name when she's on the show because she doesn't get bombarded with emails. Uh, a professional clinical psychologist, a family therapist, and the question I, um, uh, the reason why I want to bring her on, very accomplished, um, is uh, people have written books. Psychiatrist, very well-known, uh, advanced-degree clinical psychiatrist and psychologist. And we all know the difference. A psychiatrist is an MD, can, can prescribe medicines and can do uh, psychoanalysis. A psychologist cannot prescribe uh, phys- uh, drugs, uh, right? Okay, psychologist is not an MD. A psychiatrist is. Okay, now, mm-hmm. um, a psychologist, um, uh, and I a asked doctor. her this on a phone call, and I, and I said, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. We have heard, all heard, interviewed, seen books, seen interviews with authors, 
uh, by psychiatrists who've, uh, who've taken an assessment uh, from where their profession is of Donald Trump and said, this guy has issue A, B, C, and D. Everything from psycho, uh, uh, um, um, a narcissist, a psychopath, a psych, a psych term, and all the different term. things. You, you, you name it. And, and, and then people come back and say, wait a minute, um, you, you haven't had him in your office, Mr. or Mrs. You know, psychiatrist or psychologist. How do you justify or how can you possibly justify making some kind of clinical uh, medical assessment with somebody you haven't seen or examined as a patient? So I asked this question. I said, can you do this? How, you know, people, and I, I looked at it as a valid question. Wait, you know, you, you've never, you don't know who this guy is. I mean, you, you watch him on TV, you see him in news conferences, mm-hmm. and I got an opinion, of course. What don't I have an opinion of? Anyway, uh, I, and, right. and so she said, you absolutely you can make a clinical diagnosis and an, an, an accurate assessment just based on watching them, their motions, their actions, how they walk, how they talk, how they, uh, you know, how they think. And you absolutely can yeah. make an accurate. Uh, so we're going to talk about that with a practicing clinical psychiatrist or psychologist, excuse me, not a psychiatrist, but a psychologist uh, on the show. And that might also be on Monday's show. I don't think we're going to be able to do that this week. And other guests are going to have switching veins, getting out of politics entirely. Wait a minute. Hold it two seconds. I, yep. I, I hope that uh, she can't tell a lot from voices and what have you. They're talking to us because boy, <laughs> be opening up a pa- <laughs> be opening up a Pandora's box with me, Jack. Hey, hey, uh, hey Lloyd, you know I, you know I have that that voice synthesizer in my studio. You remember my voice synthesizer? Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, it sounds. Uh, I think you and I. I got you. <laughs> You and I are going to have to use our um, person, our woman, yeah, man, uh, uh, camera, TV. If, if we do that, she, she's probably going to call the nearest uh, the nearest priest or pastor or something like that, <laughs> and and want to come and, over and, and folks, do an exorcism on what have you. And folks who heard, may have just heard that that was Donald Trump, Trump doing his uh, Montreal. Um, his cognitive assessment test, repeating back words. You you say some words to somebody and repeat them back, and I, and he, he said to his doctor. I still can't believe that that was done. I still yeah, can't believe yeah. that. that was, don't forget what you were getting ready to say, but I still can't believe that that was done. Oh yeah, Camera, yeah. Man, woman, oh boy. No, no, I don't know if you got it right. Let's go through it again. Let's go through it. Let's do it again. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. What, what you too can that? be president of the United States. It, okay, yeah, I guess if I, I said it that quick, and we, we, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna give that to Ike and see what he says about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe now that's the uh, prerequisite for running for the uh, running for the highest office in the land. Person, it's woman, man, camera, TV. Uh. It's unbelievable. You know, it's funny. You know, if you're, if all, you know, all these things we're talking about bar, and I'll come back to that in a second. We're talking about bar and assessments, and you got to remember a quote, one of my favorite quotes by by Desmond Tutu. By Desmond Tutu, um, if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the sides of the oppressor. Everybody remember that. I think it's a very, uh, very yeah, that's true. That it, is true. It, and say it, um, say it again. Say it again. I'll say it again. And 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 remember this, okay? If you this is by Desmond Tutu, quote unquote. If you are neutral 
in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Okay. Amen. Speak up. Learn, watch, All listen, right. everybody. Not just, you know, we hope you tune into our show, but tune into the shows of your choice. Whether you're, you know, a fan of, of Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or whoever it might be, uh, of the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post, whatever paper it might be, um, get out there. You know, investigate. Be, be a mission for justice. Be a mission for the truth. That's why we do this show. We're not always right, and hey, we stand to be corrected. That's why we want you to call in when you can at the 515-605-9888 number. Another one, you know, um, uh, who said this? I think this was um, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. You know who said those words? Injustice anywhere no, is a threat to justice I've, I've heard everywhere. Martin Luther King Martin Luther King. I'll say it again. Injustice anywhere is a threat okay. to justice yeah. Yeah. everywhere. Yep, yeah. yep. And Martin Luther King. And that, that, that's, you know, when I say these things, we bring these things up and you know, it's because it's who we are. You know, it's it's what we want to do on this show, and we want to, you know, we want to get you get you involved, and we want to also good time to bring up uh, sponsors. You know, we we are we're, we're doing this. You know, this isn't like we work for some big network news channel or something. Um, this show is gaining audience by leaps and bounds around the world. I mean, we we have listeners right now who are hearing our voices in Australia, in Peru, in the UK, in Canada. And yeah. um, no, I miss I miss some of you. I know I haven't. I apologize. Mexico. Yeah, well, um, well, people that are driving in their Teslas like you. In yeah, in, in so. China, in China, in China. Oh, by the way, Tesla is now being made in China. Model Y, I think it is. Hey, hey, hey. Um, wow. And and also India. We have we have listeners. Look at this map. I guess you can't see it. I can see it. We have listeners in India. We have listeners in China. You know, and and if you want to get in on the show, I mean, what's what's going on where you are? Don't don't be shy. One plus five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. And you could use Skype if you have Skype. I think you can use Skype for free if you have that plan. You know, they can call internationally for That's free. That's right. So, and you if Skype you didn't hear him say the numbers again. One five one five six five five nine triple eight. Did I get that right? Six zero five. No, no, almost. Let's 605. go back again. Six zero five. I'm Person, five, woman, man, person, no person. Come on, person, <laughs> woman, man. <laughs> Come on, boy. I know Wait, you can do person, this. Boy. Person, woman, woman man, camera, T- camera and TV. Yes. Boy, okay, I'll I'm you. telling you. <laughs> Dump Trump. Five one five. Trump. Trump. <laughs>
listen, the independent is kind of, they're, they're progressive, but I don't think they're going to be that progressive to, to have a dude by name. Can, can, can you, can you hear how that might sound? President Uncle Big Ike. I mean, everybody in the world would be, in the world would be scared, but at the same time, there's going to be a whole lot of uh, young people and, and people around the planet saying, oh man, that, that dude, yeah, you know who the president of the United States is? He didn't. He didn't got Biden out of there. He didn't got Trump out. This dude by name of Big Ike and and somebody from the hood be like Big Ike. Oh, I know that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the president. Oh man, maybe I can get a loan from him now. Maybe I can get my COVID loan or what have you. But yeah, we 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 gonna see what happens and make sure you ask him. See what he says. Uh, you bet. You bet. Yeah, folks, you got to tune in to, to Friday and meet uh, Ike over the air here on our Coast to Coast show, Ebby and Ivory show. Um, you will be. It's a. Uh, it's a. Don't miss. Uh, I, again, I will see you all. We have. We have another. We, we can go. We can go. We can go longer. We got about uh, oh about eight nine minutes here left, and I wanted to go over um, uh, quickly again what other guests we have lining up for the show who want to be on the show and one is uh folks you know i used to be an online pilot and i'm in my whole social life just about if not musicians and i kind of do that as my as my real gig um so but outside of my work (laughs) my work my 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 social life is mostly um is pilots is airline pilots folks i got out of it i got furloughed and ended up with a record contract unbeknownst to me i didn't know but uh but um if i went back and took my furlough i would have been looking at retirement flying wide body jet right now we're flying with a with a, with a corporate carrier of, of, of no. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's what I'd be doing right now. And, so, and I've had regret along the way. I've had some regret that I'm not doing that. But anyway, that's another story. Getting back to our guest, um, a guy I've, with way back when, the, you know, way back we were flying a commuter airline together, Twin Otters, a guy named Les Abend, who went on and got a gig with American Airlines, 34-year career, recently retired. Now I guess it's been a year and a half or so. Uh, and Les wrote a novel called Paper Wings, um, a great, great book, Paper Wings, uh, to Amazon.com. And check out, it's a kind of a whodunit detective, really edge of your seat, um, murder mystery uh, with an aviation skew. It's done so well. And he's a, you know, he was a triple seven captain when he retired from American. Um, and it's also the go-to guy on CNN News. You've all seen him. He's got the, the mustache and when the, the Max 8 accident happened, when the, the, the MH370 disappeared. He's the go-to guy on CNN. You've all seen him on TV. Um, uh, he's the analyst. He's going to come on. We're going to talk about his book, Paper Wings, and we're also going to talk about um, the the aviation industry uh, and how safe is it is it to fly? Is it you know is it, is it safe to travel on a jet? Uh, we're going to talk about the filtration systems on jet airliners going through airports. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we might take some questions on what it's like to fly a wide-body jet around the world, and uh, and I'd like oh, to chime yeah. in on some of that as well. Yeah, real fun. I can talk about that. You know, we've talked about it. I can talk about it. Don't get me started. Uh, how much time left do we have? No, it's seven. No, I better not start talking about that now. But anyway, um, so we're going to talk about it. how safe is it to fly. We're also going to see where does Boeing stand right now? We know Boeing uh, produced the Max 8. We all know now, we've read the news around the world, what happened to those two catastrophes that ended up killing about 350 people because of a uh, stability augmentation autopilot system that took control from, away from the pilots and crashed the airplanes into the ground. Um, and oh, Boeing went ahead, okay. oh, yeah, Boeing went ahead and put the system in the airplane. 
Yep. You said it's a it's it's a what? It's a Mac eight or a Max eight? What, what, what Max was that? eight. Seven thirty seven thirty seven Max eight. Grounded to this day. Oh, Airplanes grounded. Okay. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, okay. and real quick, what that is, since we're touching upon it, what it is, it's, a, uh, uh, it's, it's an augmentation system that I won't go into the aerodynamics of it right now because I might lose a lot of you and, and I don't want to bore through technicalities. But what it does is it prevents the uh, airplane from exceeding a critical angle of attack. In other words, nose up, pitch up high attitude, the airplane stalls. When an airplane stalls, that's not when the engines quit. That's when the wings quit. The wings lose lift and the airplane kind of becomes a brick and lets you recover from it by, by decreasing that angle attack the airplane will, will fall out of the sky um and it Boy, can't happen don't worry about it, folks. i don't want to scare anybody with your airplanes it doesn't happen but what happened was boeing put a system in uh that uh, had faulty sensors built into it so after takeoff and you're pitching up wow. the the computer sensed that the that the airplane was going to stall and it took control away from the pilots and nosedive the airplane, and the pilots can get it back by pulling back in, in five, every five seconds. This, this system kicks in again. They have five seconds to respond, and all these warnings are going off. They're low to the ground. They just took off, and two airplanes crashed into the ground from the, from the failure of the system. Boeing, Boeing installed the system and didn't tell any of the clients that the system was on the airplane. So after the Ryanair jet, yeah, after the Ryanair jet went down, uh, they said, oh, yeah, we put that system in. <clears throat> We forgot. We didn't tell anybody. We didn't tell anybody because we didn't feel it was necessary to do so. There's no really extra training required. Of course, there is anyway. Um, so what they did is they. But if you encounter it again, here's how you fix it. And that and, 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 and so so just train your pilots. Tell them if, if that happens, here's how you do it. Well, it happened again. It didn't work. They fixed it. We can go over what that solution is. Well, we'll talk about that on the program dedicated to uh, – not dedicated program, but the, the time slot we have dedicated to aviation on an upcoming show when Les uh, is our guest. Also, yeah. we may have a, another friend of mine, Dan uh, Saad, who's an, uh, another major U.S. Uh, uh, airline captain, 14 years, and another friend of mine, uh, Joe, who lives in Connecticut with a place in Florida. He's been with Delta for 30-some years flying a A330 around the world with his – uh, wife, who's the first officer, the most senior first officer uh, out of Kennedy on the A330, the two of them fly around the world as husband and wife. And uh, what an interesting conversation that's, that's that was. That's good. That's cool. That's cool. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? So we're going to have all the all these people on the show. Maybe we'll maybe we'll dedicate a show to the to how safe is flying and do that all in one 90-minute program. We'll see. We'll look at that. We have we have time to talk about it. But anyway, folks, this is Andy Kimball. We have. Go ahead. Uh, wait Before you get, aren't we supposed to have uh, possibly Fauci on and maybe Joe Biden? Yeah, I have a. I have, thanks for reminding me. Let me follow up on that. Maybe tomorrow before the show. Uh, I've invited Joe Biden uh, to be a, a guest on our show, where we will have a kind of a town hall discussion. Invite your calls. Uh, that Lloyd and I will moderate, but we invited Joe Biden to be a guest on our show. We'll dedicate a whole show to his uh, his town hall meeting on our program, 90-minute show. Uh, so we have yet to hear back regarding when that's going to schedule, but 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 that's pretty cool for our show here, uh, Coast to Coast Live, to have uh, the potential next president of the United States on as our guest. And also, yes, Dr. Fauci, CDC. Uh, we hope to have him on as well. A lot of things happening in this show, folks. A lot of things happening, and uh, you know we're we're looking for sponsors, folks. We're we're looking for sponsors to keep this this going. And um, you know, e- email us. There's a lot of opportunity. A lot of things we can probably do and talk uh, and discuss together. We're looking for guests. I mean, maybe you can recommend or know somebody that we can have on our show. This this is. I mean, we're well, growing. Since you mentioned prob- that, probably faster than we thought we would. I think. 
Yeah. 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 That, well, since you mentioned that, right quick, let me get in there. We might have mm-hmm. as also a guest uh, the CEO Michael Kempel from Cold World Apparel. Those of you that are listening, just check it out. Cold World Apparel. He might be doing some things for the show uh, with us, and also and also possibly Big Ike and mm-hmm. uh, Booker's Restaurant and Booker's Bourbon might also yes. be uh, be uh, be a sponsor along with Ian Ike Eisenberg in Seattle. Uh, so we'll see what happens uh, with all of these uh, with all of these possible sponsors. Yeah, but that's cool. Uh, go ahead, take it from there. Yeah, we we want we're looking as Lloyd just mentioned. These are potential sponsors, folks. We're talking to folks with, and it, it's not just we'll take anybody on the show and say, oh yeah, you throw money oh, our no, way, we'll put you no. on. We'll, we'll talk about uh-huh. you. It's the folks that we have on our show and invite to be a sponsor are folks, and they don't have to politically agree with this, by the way, but they have to be credible, authentic uh, contributors to society and 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 you know and pretty. You know, fine individuals um, with a lot of integrity and respect. Um, that's what we, you know, want to have as, yeah. as a sponsor for our show. Um, and so we have guidelines. But uh, putting that aside, uh, we're looking to grow this program, folks. We we honestly are. And we're looking for sponsors. And if anybody has any ideas, suggestions, 515 um, Yeah, and give them the uh, email address again. The uh, – it's Andy and Lloyd Show. Andy and Lloyd Show at gmail dot com. Andy and Lloyd Show at gmail dot com. And uh, anything else you want to add, man? We covered some turf. We got through some news today. We did it all without a guest. I'm impressed. We went over we a lot of information, a lot of material, which we're going to be touching um, on as the week continues. As we said earlier, you wake up. You know, it says only Tuesday. Who knows what tomorrow's going to bring? Who knows? We'll we'll find out on tomorrow's show. Um, this is Andy, Andy Kimball and in California at our Coast to Coast studios, and in Philadelphia is Lloyd Booker. Lloyd, I think we're about yeah. ready to wrap it up for today. And uh, folks, thanks for joining us around the world on our Coast to Coast live show. It's been a Thank pleasure um, speaking. You, really, you, you, we do appreciate you, it, especially you. You bet. You bet. Thank you, folks. Thanks very much. And we'll see you tomorrow at 5 p.m. in California, 8 p.m. in Philadelphia on the East Coast. Take care, folks. All the best. You, Everybody have a good evening. To make America great again. I believe that together we can make America great again. And we will make America great again. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore.